This is Bellator Colloquium, a podcast of the Bellator Society. Bellator in Latin means warrior, and a colloquium is a conversation. We at the Bellator Society are online warriors for the true, good, and beautiful, and this podcast is our conversation about all those things and so much more. Meet us here weekly at Bellator Colloquium and at bellatorsociety.com for content that will hopefully lift you, inspire you, comfort you, and make you feel a part of our Bellator Society. Good morning, friends and warriors, and welcome to the podcast. This is Tracy Eddy in Scottsdale, Arizona, and I am smiling at my friend on the other end of Skype, Fran Yeager in Nashville, Tennessee. Good morning, my friend. Good morning. Happy Advent. Happy Advent! Can you believe we're at Advent? No, I can... Oh, Happy New Year. Happy... (laughs) You're you're so cheeky. (laughs) Happy New Year's right. (laughs) love advent i do too i do too this is so we go ahead this has already been kind of a sweet advent because i think we gave our talk in denver and that sort of i think for me sort of helped me prepare even more than probably the normal um it it made me take pause of how i'm preparing for advent and really i'm really trying to be intentional this year about just lots of good quality time with family and um And be prepared so that it's not just a crazy, crazy busy time and I'm just ready for Christmas to come and go. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah, I think that's a fault of our culture that, you know, Advent is is the lead up. Well, it's not. I mean, obviously, it is the lead up to Christmas. That's why we have the Advent season. But, like, we do all of our – and we even talked about this in our talk. Like, Advent is just really about pre-gaming. It's not really about, like, you know, like – quiet reflection, you know, that prepares us for the the enormity of Christmas, right. you know, the, in, the the celebration of the incarnation. And Christmas isn't just a day. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it is in our culture because like the next day after Christmas, they start putting up the, you know, uh, I guess the Valentine's Day Christmas stuff, trees come down, yeah, lights come off. It's sad. Like we need to have, we need to return to the to the idea of festival. That Christmas is a festival. It's an octave. It's you know an extended feast day where we can enjoy all of the goodness that is the celebration of the incarnation. You know, it, hopefully through the twelve days of Christmas. Yes. Oh, that's another thing. That's another thing that I want to talk about. <laughs> that that I mean, so many so, so many like secular out have the 12 days of Christmas as like a theme, usually for sales and right. stuff. Plates but and... it, it, it's always like the 12 days leading up to Christmas <laughs> instead of like the actual 12 days of Christmas, right. which are the days after Starts Christmas, on Christmas, you know, leading up to the epiphany. <laughs> I know. I, I, I think this year, because um, Advent starts, or Thanksgiving was later, I've heard a lot of people say, I went ahead and put up my Christmas tree. I normally never do that, but because Christmas is, you know, Thanksgiving is so late this year. I didn't want to go through all that work just to take it down, you know, not to get to enjoy it, blah, blah, blah. And it's been sort of a um, an apologetics opportunity. I've said more yeah. times than I can count on one hand this in the last week or two, like, well, you know, you could leave it up through the Feast of Epiphany, through the entire Christmas season, and that way you'd get to enjoy it more, you know. And I know. Wouldn't that be nice? Wouldn't that be nice? But I've, I, I haven't gotten, you know, overwhelming response. People still like their stuff <laughs> coming down soon. But but it has been a good um, good outlet for me to be able to, um, yeah. you know, raise the idea of Christmas being a season that actually starts on Christmas. 
And you know, I don't, I don't make any moralistic judgments about when you put your Christmas tree up or when you take your Christmas tree down, because I will, I'll share this with you. I actually usually take down my Christmas tree before Epiphany because I get so tired of all of the decorations, like (laughs) so many decorations. And maybe I wouldn't get so tired if I didn't, I don't even have, do you have your Christmas trees up yet in your house? Well, I have my main one up. Um, My Mm. pretty dining room one is up, but it's not decorated. Well, we don't have anything. Like, we have, like, our Advent candles not yet on a wreath. So, like, <laughs> we're, like, two days in recording this into Advent. <laughs> I'm still looking for the wreath to put them in. But we have the candles. That's good. And one of them has been lit. Um, but, I, you know, I feel like if we didn't put up everything so, so early, we wouldn't be so tired of it. That's right. You know, come, come Christmas. But I really do just want to vacuum really well. So many needles, so many things and glitter. And like, I just, I get a little, I get a little, I don't know, claustrophobic, claustrophobic isn't the right word. I just get tired yeah. of all the constant cleaning up of all of the Christmas decor that I usually do take most of it down, at least the tree down. Um, not the day after Christmas. I mean, we usually do wait, but like, it, it's still, I don't know that I always wait until Epiphany, but we always do have like a nativity set out because I mean the wise men have to get there, <laughs> right? <laughs> Don't put them in the box before they get there. <laughs> exactly, exactly. They need to bring their gifts. Oh, they do. Speaking of gifts, have yes. you? We this episode is going to be all about gifting, and we've gotten some great ideas from our contributors, um, different gifts that they like to give to children, to their friends, hostess gifts. So we're going to give some of our top gifts, and we're going to share, hopefully we can get through all the contributors, because they gave us some great, great, great suggestions. Um, Absolutely. But what, what, what's your top gift? Mm. Okay, well, I'm going to be a little self-serving and say that I love all of the Bellator Society. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> I really do. I'm actually super duper excited because tomorrow we get our inaugural shipment of our Joan of Arc sweatshirts. Yay. And I cannot wait to see them. Talk about a labor of love. Yes. Truly a labor. And thankfully, yeah. we have been so excited that it's kept the, you know, the rose, the bloom on the the flower, <laughs> because <laughs> we've had some challenges with this sweatshirt, just with producing them and getting the sweatshirt we want, because we were so particular about what yeah. we wanted, because we want our yeah. first um, apparel, our product to be fantastic. And I think it's going to be, yeah. but it, it, it was not an easy path to get here, but we're getting here and, and I think we're going to love them. I think so, too. The Bellator Society Road is always a windy one. It is. <laughs> it is. God takes us down some pretty interesting paths sometimes. but And they're always edifying. Like, we learn so much in the process that I think we are just getting kind of better and better and better um, and more, maybe a little bit more savvy, too, as we're as we're experiencing this, this process. But I am just, again, so excited to see the sweatshirts with my very own eyes. Yes. Um, they're all being delivered to you, yes. all of our shipments go out of phoenix and so can you ship mine first absolutely you're you're primo (laughs) you're primo and you know the funny thing is so we we've had these sweatshirts we were planning them since summer and so the irony that we're just now getting them like mid-advent is is kind of um ironic because we have been planning them since like june and july but having said that we had um a friend a, a bellator 
supporter, a friend of the Bellator Society who has purchased many of our lotion bars, mm-hmm. sent a message and said, would you do a Christmas scent? And it was something yeah. we weren't necessarily planning to do. But when she said that, we we're like, why not? Let's do it. Um, because we still get orders for the balsam bars and the and the rose. The garland of roses. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Because those are just, they're so delicious. They are really, the scent, the t- you know. But this particular um, supporter just loves them, the society mm-hmm member <laughs> and and she, but she really wanted something with a mint um a mint um aroma and so we did we went on a search and quickly this was one of our quickest products mm-hmm. we've ever been able to put yeah. together we were able to to combine an orange because to me that seems very Christmassy an orange it is. it's like with sale oh. you know it's like like you're drinking some cider and you always have to have that little bit of orange that hint of citrus in your in your with sale absolutely and you know I just wassail Wassail with sail. We go we go with sailing, but we drink wassail, right? Don't ask I me. Don't Do not ask me how to pronounce anything. Orange is in the recipe. Orange. It is orange. <laughs> it is mint. And then we we kept a little bit of the uh, the balsam, you know, mm-hmm. oil that that is the, in our chrism bar. So, anyways, it's going to be fabulous. And we're doing a chapstick. Oh, it smells. It smells like a dream. A Christmas Seriously, dream. This. I mean. I feel like every time we get one, it's my favorite one. But this one is so Christmassy, and the the recipe that um, that that they use to craft it is just a little more silky. I think it just feels so good, and the smell is just like a warm hug with a little hint of mint. So it does have. I just I love it, and I it's love fresh. It. You know, I feel it like is. sometimes yeah. winter scents are kind of heavy. This still has that mm-hmm. fresh because of the orange, mm-hmm. the citrus in it. Yeah. Um. But but you feel like it's a very Christmas scent. So if you have not bought one yet, you can find them at the Bellator Society shop.com <laughs> and they will be lovingly packaged up and shipped by yours truly. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. I can't wait to get my sweatshirt. It's going to be so cozy. Me either. Me, me too. Me too. Um, okay. So, okay. So back to gift giving. Yes. I do want to say before we start talking about like the, the specifics of gifts, um, I loved one of our new regular contributors, Regina Donahue has her, again, we've mentioned before, she's, she's a blogger in her own right. She actually has her own blog as well, in addition to writing for us. But just this week, she had a beautiful piece on um, the, the love language of gift giving. And I think I think that's actually the name of the blog, Love Language Gift Giving. Um, and her her website is reginadonahue.com. And what I loved about this is that it truly made me reflect on like all of the people that I give gifts to, trying to figure out like what is their love language and do my gifts to them um, follow in that, that, that vein, you know, mm-hmm. do my, do my gifts to them, you know, if, if they are, if they're a, um, I don't know if they're an act of service person, you know, I love her recommendation that, you know, if you, if you have a, a person receiving your gifts that appreciates acts of service, you know, like a favor or, you know, this is the, the, the thing you should give them should say, I did this for you. Yes. 
Yes. You know, that, and I love that. And she kind of breaks it down in terms of like, if you have a kid this way, maybe these are some ideas that you would have to give gifts to them, but you can totally apply it to friends, to spouses, to parents, to, you know, uh, the, the multitude of people for, to whom we need to give gifts during the holiday season. Well, and I think it's such a, it's such a good idea because we're all guilty of like just checking the box this time of year, right? Yeah. Where you're yeah. like, I got three kids, they each need, you know, I want to give them the same amount of gifts. I've got this mm-hmm. many for this kid. I need one more thing for this kid. I'll yes. just get her some perfume and be done with it. But is that kid, an, is quality time her love language? Like, would she much yeah. rather have a day, you know, a, a lunch and a manicure and pedicure with me um, yeah. versus a bottle of perfume, you know, that I yeah. can stick under the tree real easily? So it made me think about it, like you said, way more than what I normally would because I do have one of my daughters, her love language is definitely quality time. I mean, she will linger at the dinner table just because she's yeah. got our ear, you know? I like that girl. Yeah, she's she's a keeper. <laughs> she's a keeper. So it, it, I'm thinking, oh, I'm doing this wrong. <laughs> or there's a better yeah. way maybe to gift that's more meaningful. Love. Yeah. Absolutely. I also liked her her one on words of affirmation mm-hmm. and an idea for them is like a love note, you know, yeah. written. And um, I have a friend who I was in a Bible study with, and I can't remember if it was for Advent or if it was for Christmas, but she basically kept a journal, one for each of her three children, and every single day wrote something um, from the start of the journal to whatever holiday it was, whether it was Easter or Christmas, and just like every day said something that they, she loved about them or something that she she was thankful for about them. And that was always something that I like, I love that. I would say that probably acts of service and words of affirmation are my, well, quality time is way high for me. Like, but you can have words of affirmation and acts of service in the realm yeah. of quality yeah, time. For sure. Mine's a big Venn diagram, <laughs> how I like to be gifted um, or how I like to give gifts. Actually, it's more about how I like to give gifts than it is how I like to receive them. You show your love um, that way. Yeah, I love to spend time with people um, because that, that comes at a cost. I mean, especially when I'm busy, like when I give time, I'm like, this is a gift. Mm-hmm. Like this is something. And also I'm an introvert. So when I give time, it's, you know, it's a big deal. <laughs> but um, the fact that anyway, just the fact that she had the thought to keep this journal of words of affirmation to give to her children, I was like, I, I think I would sob yeah. if somebody did that for me. Did I t- ever tell you, so my youngest daughter, Vika, she, I, I don't know that words of affirmation, now that I'm, we're talking about it, I think maybe that is her love language. She, in the test, it's quality time, and I think that's probably a biggie for her. But she told me about two years ago, like, Mom, would you put a like a, a note in my lunch? And I'm like, uh, no, Mom does not have time for that. Like, <laughs> But then she asked again the next year, and I thought, you know what? This kid wants to hear, like, yeah positive encouragement from her mom. So I've started doing it. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was three years ago. So last year I did it and I'm doing it this year. And it is the sweetest thing because she loves it. She looks forward to it every day. Well, this year we do Advent gifts with our kids. Mm-hmm. And this year she she was kind of locked herself up in the study room and asked me not to come in. And I said, okay. And she and she came out like, how many days are in Advent this year? And I said, well, you know, it's does, this year it's actually December 1st through the 24th, you know, and um, and then Christmas day. And she said, okay, do, do you have a jar? And I'm like, uh, she was like, I'll just find a jar. So she goes and gets a jar. <laughs> well, on Sunday, on the first day of Advent, she came into our bedroom as we were waking up and gave us a little bag. And in it was this jar and it had a, 
a green bow around it and it had a little note on it and it said, um, I love you. You know, all, these are all the reasons I love you because you are, and it had like a little elf feet on it. And inside it, she has 24 little wrapped up pieces of paper with bows on them. And she said, open (gasps) one each day. And she just went through all the reasons. So it's like joyful, happy, you know, like, isn't that the sweetest? That is so sweet. She did it all on her own. And, um, a love initiative. So I think I have to double down on my words of affirmation (laughs) for this kid. Cause she's showing me, like you said, it's how you like to show your love. And it's probably how you Mm -hmm. like to also receive it. Um, Yeah. They're often the same. Yeah. Not always, but often. Yeah. 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 So I'm thinking that maybe her, her words of affirmation are probably a little bit higher than, um, quality time in hindsight. And I need, I need to do better. When my husband was in, um, I guess it started, I guess it started in residency because our boys were really, really little. Um, we did many advents in a row where he had something called Dadvent. I love that. <laughs> and he was gone. You know, he was gone so much. I mean, he just, you know, he would be gone days and days and our kids wouldn't see their father for days and days or he would be working nights and they would go to bed before he would even get up to go to his next night shift. And it was just, it was a really hard time. And uh, we joke now about how our, our fourth baby knows him so much better than the first three did I mean of course they knew their dad and they loved him but it was just it was a different we were different then times were different then um, but during Advent he would he would call it Dadvent and for the four weeks of Advent every week he would spend like a day or you know a, a long afternoon or evening with a kid doing something that they wanted to do that's awesome because they never got to do that yeah. right they just he was always so tired and it really was a gift from his poverty like you know here he <laughs> was in his scrubs you know, barely barely walking and yeah and you know he would take them to go I don't know do miniature golf and have lunch at you know the purple cow or whatever and it was just it was so sweet and I, we probably need to like revamp dadvent we haven't done it in a couple of years but that's um, awesome that's yeah, a great that's idea a thing. I love these I love uh, um sharing ideas and and picking up things because I feel like I always learn so much from you and from our contributors Oh gosh, our contributors, I can't, I can't say this enough. They are a gift. Like when we put out, you know, requests for, for information, for like thoughts, for ideas. I mean, they are like a treasure trove of, of fabulous ideas. And so we're going to share some of their, uh, some of their, their request, their, not requests, recommendations with us um, for gift giving this season. And, you know, there's so many lists online for like, here are the best places to get, you know, Catholic gifts or whatever kind of gifts. Um, and so this is going to be kind of like a, like a unorganized, <laughs> an unorganized curated Catholic click. <laughs> exactly. Do you want- That's right. Because most of these you can find online. Absolutely. Do you just want to start? Yeah. Okay. So I love Erin Pullmeyer gave her, um, she was one of our first, I think, uh, commenters on our contributor little page. And she said that those socks, they're the religious socks, sock religious, I think is what it's called. Mm-hmm. And they yeah, are, it, that's the name of the company. It's so cool. They are so cool. So it's like all the different fun saints. And so, you know how the, I, I really attribute this to President George H.W. Bush, who, who kind of brought back like the fun and funky socks. Like yeah. all these entrepreneurs have him to thank because now there's like the funniest socks. You can get your kids pictures on them or your dog or yeah. whatever. But this company has just different saints. And so it might be, um, or, or, you know, the Blessed Mother, it might be Our Lady of Guadalupe, or you could have St. Joan of Arc, which by the way, 
our patroness, her socks are sold out because I have looked. (laughs) (laughs) So our patroness socks are sold out, but there's a lot of really fun ones out there and they're colorful and the graphics are super cute. And she even said that her husband and son have are part of the sock club. Oh, yeah. So, they just started this sock club. We have so many sock religious socks in our home. Do you? Um, we, oh, yeah. Like, so my children and my husband are, like, connoisseurs of sock religious uh, items. In fact, we had – we were – we were talking we were talking to a priest friend and, and we were mentioning them. He was like, Well, I want some and I was like, I gotcha. Don't worry. Do not go online. Do not look for these things. I will send them to you. That's awesome. <laughs> so sock religious socks are like a go to for us. I think John Eddie might have to get some. Hopefully he doesn't listen to this episode before <laughs> before he receives them. But that's also a great gift for I think the men in your life, but also little happies for the priests because Oh yeah. I'm totally. Always trying to figure out what to give them. Like they can only eat so many Yeah loaves of banana bread and you know um but that's I bet that's something that especially young priests that are kind of fun and and hip would really like those oh I actually do want to say this now that I'm thinking of it so the bishop was actually during this conversation and he said well do they have any that are black and I was like I think that maybe the Saint Benedict ones are black let me look and I'll I'll send you some and they were out of the Saint Benedict ones at that time I think they may have them restocked but if if I were to give sock religious a um a little piece of advice, make a few more that are black in the background. I did get the keys of the kingdom um, for the bishop, but, and I think I got him St. Joseph ones because that's one of his patron saints, but they don't have a lot that have black backgrounds. And you know, when you're wearing your clerics, <laughs> you, you need a match. George H.W. Exactly. Bush, his style can only go so far. <laughs> It would just be kind of weird when you're up on the altar to have like some bright colored socks. It's cute when Although you're the former president. Although I guess it can match president. your vestments. Yeah, it's yeah. true. There you go. There you go. Okay, so SockReligious.com. That is a good Catholic click. Love it. Our next one that I think we're going to go to is, um, okay, okay, this is actually a really good next one because I, it's kind of a twofer. Okay, there are two t-shirt companies that um, I know of that do like really funny, cool Catholic t-shirts. One is the Catholic T-shirt Club, yes. which actually we do belong to. We get a, one Catholic t-shirt a month that my children have to fight over. They get in a ring together and fight <laughs> for the... T- no, just kidding. It's the Jaeger Fight Club. <laughs> it's on the rotation. It's on the rotation. And fortunately, they can basically all wear the same size, except for the littlest one. So it's the, fir- it's the first three that, that do the, uh, the Catholic t-shirt club. But uh, Molly Coop, one of our contributors, also uh, gave a recommendation for thatonesheep.com, yes. which also has Catholic t-shirts and products and apparel and such. And I, I looked them up, and oh my goodness, they're so good some of them are really funny but um they're just really well done t-shirts as well and I, I have not purchased one of these yet so I cannot say like what the feel I'm a feel person you know I like smells uh-huh. I also like feels so I don't know what these shirts feel like um I will say that the catholic t-shirt company or t- catholic t-shirt club.com shirts are super soft like they're great my, my kids actually really love the quality of those shirts but the um that one sheep shirts Man, those are funny. I love them. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, okay, I've got one. This is a Tracy Eddy one. So, again, I hope my sister does not listen to this or plugs her ears at this point right now. Carrie, Carrie. plug your ears. <laughs> but there's a Stella and Tide 
It's called Stellan Tide Dainty Catholic Jewelry. And the owner and founder of this company, is her name is Carrie. The, the irony, her name is also Carrie. Um, and I'm not even going to try and pronounce her name, her last name. It's Carrie. Well, I will try, but know that this is probably not how you pronounce it. Codanian? <laughs> Maybe. Wow. Yeah, StellaTide.com. Okay. They have the, it, again, it's dainty jewelry. Um, I love a big chunky metal, but sometimes your outfit calls for a something a little bit more subtle. And, and mm-hmm. truthfully, oh, yeah. kind of the fashion right now, I'm, a lot of teenagers are wearing the tiny little bands and the tiny little, mm-hmm. you know, necklaces where you can layer them. And so this one that I may or may not have gotten myself and my sister, <laughs> is it's a gold necklace and it's got tiny little beads and then it's got... Um, a miraculous metal. Again, it's real small. And then it's got a couple beads kind of coming down in a little cross. So it's, it oh. kind of looks like it could be a rosary. It's not like a rosary necklace, yeah. but it's just real dainty, but it's got a cross in the, you know, miraculous metal. And it's, it's lovely. So stellantide.com, um, for your dainty Catholic jewelry. And I'm going to get some more. I'll be, yeah. I'll be totally be looking those. And I think you sure. can personalize if I remember correctly, you can personalize some of the different metals and, and things like that. You know, mm-hmm. it's not just, mm-hmm. you've got three options and that's it. You can play with it and have some fun. Oh, I love that. You know, and this, I'm just going to give a general, this will be a general recommendation along those same lines. I don't know how you came up on Stella and Tide, but like one of my favorite things to do when I have time, like when I have free extra time to do things on the internet, I go to Etsy.com and just type in Catholic. (laughs) Just see what it gives me. And I have found so many awesome gifts um on etsy um that i mean i can't even tell you all of the names i have so many of the little etsy shops starred and hearted i guess it's hearted is it starred or hearted on etsy i can't remember but i have so many of my favorite shops that i just like go back to and a lot of them are just as you're describing like sweet um you know handmade jewelry yeah you know or children's items there's one called almond rod that is a standard give for like baptisms or births which are like these little saint blocks that they make they have actually lots of different items but my favorite are like patron saint little little blocks and they're the perfect size for a little person to hold in their hand and they it's kind of like a holy card but in a block form so i really like um all of the i think it's almond rod i should have looked that up i should have been more responsible in my recommendations that's going to be added to the show notes (laughs) it'll be clarified (laughs) okay so moving on now we have a friend anna ostrom who is a lover of literature and she's always she is a bibliophile she really is so she's always kind of the go-to for books and she knows what books are good for little ones. And, um, and someone, Brooke Glover, one of our, um, contributors asked her in, within the group, Anna, what's, what's your recommendation for, for <laughs> books? She said, there's a lot of new good ones, but she said her kids are getting the Saint Chronicles, which are a graphic novel that she's very excited about. Now, do we know the name of the St. Chronicles, or is it just called the St. Chronicles? That's a really good question. Fortunately, I have right before me a a computer that I can look it up. So while you're looking it up, I'm going to move on to... um, Oh, yeah. It's Sophia. I already did. It's Sophia Press, and it's the St. Chronicles Collection. 
Um, ooh, it does look – oh, it is like a graphic novel. I might have a kid who would like this too. And let me just say that my kids are – or my first three are all older than Anna's kids, and yet I still go to Anna for stuff. Um, so <laughs> She's that good. going to be a – she really is. I mean, this is like her hobby, <laughs> finding good Catholic books for kids. In fact, I have actually gone to her house before and taken pictures of her bookshelf. <laughs> Just <laughs> for reference. <laughs> That's awesome. Now let's let's make it a point though that obviously these a lot of these saints are very um, good for any kid. I mean they're they're kind mm-hmm. of very they're 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 not just Catholic specific. So you don't have to be Catholic to read about the saints. You know Mother Teresa. Oh, gosh, I think no. everyone yeah. loves Mother Teresa. Everyone you yeah. know th- there's so many that have done so many good things in the world and in our culture. You know Saint. Yeah. Nina Procera in California, like he's, he's known throughout, you know, the, the coast for, for evangelization and bringing the gospel to, you know, the native Americans. Um, but I have a book that my, speaking of books that one of my friends, um, a couple years ago recommended it's the letters from father Christmas by J.R.R. Tolkien. And do you have oh, that book? Yes. Now my friend, um, was telling me how, I guess I have not bought it yet. And I think I'm going to buy it this year. Um, that has actually the letters you can pull out and like, look at them. <gasps> oh. Have you, is that your copy? No, the one she I has is like, no, uh-uh. it's almost no. real interactive. Like the, um, it, within the pages, there's like envelopes and there's letters inside of them, like in the original handwriting. And that's awesome. And if I, if I understand it correctly, it's letters that he wrote to his children. I think so. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So that is something on my Christmas list this year that I'm going to add to our Christmas collection. Ooh, I love it. Absolutely love it. Okay, so the next one that I'm going to go to is, again, a prompting from Brooke Glover. And it's a, it's actually a shop I have never seen before, and I love it. It's um, it's Salem Studio. The website is shopsalem, like S-A-L-E-M, yes. studio.com. And, I mean, this is like they have so many different things. They have baking supplies, candles, housewares, ornaments, rosary cases, wearable things, you know, so many choices here that I'm looking at. Um, I'm actually looking at it right now. They have a St. Benedict laser engraved cork coaster set. Um, yes, please. (laughs) So speaking of love languages, this is our friend who her love language is gift giving. So she's a good, source for little happies because she's not I wouldn't say yeah. Brooke is extravagant but they're always thoughtful so she's thoughtful. very thoughtful in her gifts and and you know the things that she's drawn to and everything again she doesn't just go buy perfume off the counter to to check a box she really does put some thought into it so this um this website shopsalemstudio.com has Oh my goodness, like beautiful cookie cutters that are the laser, 3D laser um, cut. So there's a St. Nicholas cookie cutter, an Our Lady of Guadalupe cookie cutter. And they're just adorable. They've got great stickers just for the fun, for the teenagers that like to put stickers on their hydro flasks or their, you know, laptops or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, these, these, these wood boards, cutting boards are beautiful. So cool. Beautiful. So cool. Okay, I have to say this too. I'll give Brooke I'll give Brooke a twofer. She also recommended a website called worthyofagape.com. Mm-hmm. And this do you know this little like um what are they called? Shining the little dolls. Doll- 
Yeah, kind of, but they're the um, they're the ones with the little they're like the little wooden peg dolls, but they're not the pegs, but they're wooden. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds lovely. So they're just wooden dolls. But they're these sweet little again perfect for little hands to hold icons, basically, you know, of of painted um, saints. Um, I love the ones that, uh, of, on their website of the Blessed Mother and Saint Elizabeth, and right in the little tummy area. You see a baby Jesus oh. and a baby John the Baptist. It's so cute. That's amazing. Um, anyway, so they have lots of fun things on worthyofagape.com. And another thing that they have, which they also have on the almond rod um, toys that I think I have um, recommended or I did recommend before, they have mass sets. So, oh, that's and, awesome. and what I mean by that, if anybody doesn't isn't familiar with a mass set, it's like a make believe. I know how, like, if you're say your daddy's a doctor, you might give your little kid a doctor case so that they have a you know a little stethoscope and you know all of the things so they can act like dad. Or if their dad's a carpenter, they might have a toolbox where they can you know pretend to build to build things and fix things and you know. But this is a mass kit for a child where they can practice being a priest. That's precious. Or practice mass. And did y'all do that? Did you and Carrie do that when you were little? Practice. I mean, we didn't have a fancy mass kit, but did y'all well, practice mass? We didn't because I mean, we didn't, I didn't have, have boys. A- but Priest. we did That's practice true. being nuns. We oftentimes <laughs> let our t-shirt like? or our, our pajama, you know, nightgown kind of hang on yeah. our head for an extra long time so we could be nuns. Because we had we had nuns in our school and we loved them. Oh, yeah. Sister yeah. Geraldine and Sister Rita and Sister Henrietta. And um, in fact, the, the um, <laughs> Sister Henrietta was the superintendent of the Catholic schools in Arkansas. Do you remember Sister yeah. Henrietta? So she Absolutely. was my mom's yeah. kindergarten teacher. Oh, <gasps> really? She gave my mom her first spanking at school. <laughs> they did. Yeah. Oh, yes. And my mom was yeah. a great, she loved Sister Henrietta, but I remember when she would come, you know, during Catholic Schools Week and visit all the different schools. That was my uh-huh. claim to fame. She spanked my mom. <laughs> but we, so we, we wanted to be nuns, you know? Um, yeah. And so we played, that's what we played. But we also liked the idea of having long hair and we pretended sometimes yes. that the veil was our hair. Dual purpose. Okay, so we had a dual purpose piano bench. The piano bench served as the altar sometimes Beautiful. when we were pra- when we were you know playing mass as children, um, and also it was the teacher's desk when we played teacher. <laughs> <laughs> I can appreciate that multi multi use is what we. <laughs> Speaking of mass sets, uh, Molly Coop she recommended the Lego mass set. Oh. And apparently that is, that's a... Yes, um, like you build a church? Uh-huh. Well, like, well, wait a minute. She says uh, Lego Catechism. I don't know. The Lego Catechism. Yes. That's a book, actually. Oh. And we have it. It is so fun. It is so fun. I thought when I bought it that um, that it might be too young for, like, I thought it was going to be for little kids. It's totally not. Like, you could give it to a teenager and they would get a lot out of it because it's fun. It's just a fun, um, I will say this. There's a Lego Bible out there that you can, like, get at, like, Barnes and Nobles or something. And I think we bought it once and quickly returned it because it is not a good version. In fact, it was created. I think, I think this could be, this actually could be an urban legend, but I think it was actually made to mock the scriptures. I thought it was a cool idea. It wasn't actually 
when I looked at it. Um, but the Lego Catechism book, it's like a big, thick, hardback book with the like all of the 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 points of the Catechism um, in like a reenactment with Lego figures and then captions. That's and, awesome. You know, it has like a section on the works of mercy, and it's just really cool. That is it's beautiful. Fun. But you know, there is a Lego mass set. So because I've looked it up because I have a I have godchildren. Um, <laughs> and, and I also have, you know, little people in my life. And so there is, and it is, it, there was a small part of me just then that thought maybe it was kind of an off brand, but like Lego-esque, but it, no, it is uh-huh. Lego. I'm showing it to you via Skype. Yeah. yeah so it is, legit. it is Lego and it is, a um, Father Leopold celebrates mass, um, Lego bricks ages six and up. So it's oh, I love sold, it. created and sold by domestic church supply company. But it looks cool. precious. I mean, it looks darling. So now I actually have bought off like the off-brand Lego bricks, you know, building bricks, whatever versions of a, a famous world um, uh, cathedrals or churches to give to a, one of my godsons who love 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 Legos. And so I know they do have those as well. Like you can build a church. That's awesome. Um, like in the form of the Notre Dame Cathedral or say, you know, say that something. again. Notre Dame. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Notre Dame. Which, <laughs> speaking of which, let's go to, um, let's go straight to Kristen Hamill's recommendation for the Bonne Maman Advent I, I love jam it. calendars. Yes, please. That is some of my favorite jam in the first place. I am so happy that Costco sells a giant Four Fruits, um, Bon Maman, <laughs> jam jar. And we go through that stuff, I will say. But I have never seen the advent calendars with the little bitty jars in them. <gasps> that is hilarious. I have so never cute. seen that either. <laughs> I want one of those. I also want, which, so Brooke Glover texted, I guess, about, I guess it was last month, because she was like, you have a Costco card, right? And I was like, absolutely. Um, apparently, at some point... Costco sold a um, half wine bottle advent calendar. Yes. Where for like, the, did you see this? Have you seen I've it? I've seen it at uh, World Market. At the um, the oh. World, is that what it's called? Yeah. Walmart. Yeah. yeah. Um, yet where we get our children's, you know, European treats and stuff. Yes. And that's where I had to get my advent calendar this year because Target only had 15 days of socks. And I'm like, that is not advent. What? It's not 12 no. days of anything and it's not. That's nothing. It's, nothing. it's 15 days of nothing. That's what they try to point me socks. to. And I'm like, no, it's not what I want. <laughs> Are there any Christians here? So uh, a lady walked out behind me at Target and said, go to World Market. I found some advent calendars there. So we we went over there and it was good because we ended up getting their their fancy chocolates that they like and stuff. And um, But they yeah. did have a wine one, which I got, I got <gasps> giggled. I love That's it. Awesome. I love that idea. Now, I will say that Costco did have this year, and maybe this was in years past, that they had the half wine bottle at Costco one. They don't have, or at least they didn't have it at my Costco. But they did have the uh, an Advent beer, like craft beer calendar. I think they had that at World Market, too. Okay, you, yeah. So you don't even need a Costco no. card to take. Yeah. All right. But you do need a World Market in town. Yeah. I think we do have one, but it's across town. So should probably check that out. Yeah, it's, they have some good stuff. Um, 
So, okay, so I will go through Kristen's, all of her recommendations, because all of them were stellar. Yeah, she, she also has a mass said for people, which I actually do for my godchildren. We always have a mass said for Christmas and then add a little happy to it, because um, we have a lot of godchildren. That's such a great and, idea. Um, I had, well, y'all have given me all my, for my 40th birthday, I got the spiritual bouquet and had like, what, 40 masses said? It was something crazy. Yep. I mean, that's yep. a lot. That is, that is an overwhelming amount of generosity, but even just like our kids babysitter in, in Colorado, that's what she gave me for my birthday. And it's, it's what, it's something so beautiful and special, especially when somebody doesn't really need anything materially. A mass is, it means more. It, it is more really. It's a transcendent gift. It really is. So that's a great, great thing that I'd never think of. Um, yeah, Kristen, thank you. I often think of it for like when people have a death in the family and I'm like, do they really want, you know, oftentimes people don't even want flowers Mm -hmm. anymore. They all, they often say, you know, give a donation, which is, which is perfectly fine. But I often like to like send a little note with a mask um, to be said. I always think that's a a good gift for, for, for that purpose. Um, But again, we do it for our godchildren for Christmas as well. And then she said that she um, often orders. I loved this idea that she orders one of those um, like multi-piece metal sets, like holy metal sets from the Catholic company and then makes her own little wine glass tag holders that is as her wine glass identifiers and she's like you know oh which glass is mine oh you were saint michael and you were saint george and you were- <laughs> I love it that is taking it, it to the next level Kristen. that is really impressive <laughs> i love it it's 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 what, it was one of my favorite recommendations. That's an among awesome all idea. Of them because this is something that I would have no shame in copying. No, and you don't have to be particularly crafty because I am not. No, this is just it comes. It already has a little you know loop in it. Like if you were to put it on a chain for a necklace or something, and she just loops kind of some little wire in it and twists it around yeah. the cup. And good to go. You're good to go. Love it. Great, great, great idea, Kristen. You're so clever. She is so clever. Okay, what else do we have? So um, many more. Um, um, Spiritual Warriors Couture. Ooh, yeah. This is our, our book lover, Anna, gave us this, and they have fun, just fun merch, really. Yeah, I mean, they really do. It's not Bellator merch, but it's good. <laughs> I wonder where they get their rights for all of these images, because, I mean, it doesn't look like they're all the same... Or maybe they are all the same um, artist. So if y'all know oh, sorry, um, anything about Fran, <laughs> it just, y'all, it, it, getting St. Joan of Arc's image, she was so worried about copyright and getting sued so by the scared. church. And who owns her her image? Yeah. And she really, she's thorough. So in addition to this recommendation, another contributor, Elizabeth Hara, said that she actually did order from this um, this site, and she ordered. Speaking of Saint Joan of Arc, Saint Joan of Arc shoes for her daughter, um, the, which I think is super fun as well. And they are very so they're black like combat boots, but they have Saint Joan yeah. of Arc on them. So <laughs> you don't have these the combat boots, which the teens are wearing them like they are. Even yeah, they Princess are. Kate kind of had some black chunky what? boots on with <gasps> now she it was worn appropriately me I know it really it was very I haven't I was only, it to a polo field now I'm trying to remember where it was it was an outdoor event but um and I've only okay. seen her wear them once but it was all the rage like people really liked them everybody bought them yeah everyone um talked about her wearing them and how you know fashionable she is and blah 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 and um 
so, so, and I'm seeing it a lot, like with my teenage daughters, you know, their friends and just mm-hmm. kids and stuff at school. And so when I think she posted these on Facebook when they first came in, but they are, they're chunky black combat boots, but then they have the image of St. Joan of Arc on the side, which just gives them kind of a, a bad to the bone extra edge. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say bad words on the, on this podcast, but you know what I mean? It, they're, they're pretty cool. We do know. You do know. They are bad A. You're picking up what I'm putting down for you. <laughs> I did. I picked it up. And I placed it down very gently. Because um, I'm trying not to curse anymore. I really am. <laughs> That's <laughs> I'm so proud of you. <laughs> Y'all know Franchi doesn't curse a lot, so that's why it's so funny. <laughs> but I feel... But I've started to feel bad, and it might be because of Anna Ostrom, about saying bad things because she is very judgy. I love you, Anna. I love you so much. But, like, when you say a bad word in her presence, you feel the weight of her her disdain and disappointment in you. And it's starting to take an effect. It's taken about 10 years. <laughs> She's in a good accountability, conscience, conscience accountability she there. really is. I say something like, Anna would not like it if I said that. Anna would not like this. And nor would Jesus. You know, she's acting for me in the person of Christ. So. We, we should all help our friends get to heaven, right? Yep. Speaking of which... I think our next one needs to be the Catholic card game. Now, this is fun. (laughs) This is fun, especially if you're our age. If you're in your 20s, if you've gotten through, like, kind of all the the programs that the church offers, you know, and the, and, and you've, you've gone to call, I I think it'd even be a fun game for college kids. Mm -hmm. Um, Definitely for post-college young families, young adults. For sure. I consider myself a young adult, right? Oh, yeah, because we're not middle-aged. <laughs> <laughs> now, this is an, I'll let you explain it because it's, it's a fun one. Well, okay. So everybody knows that game Cards Against Humanity. Yes. Um, right? Okay. Or, it's not or even approved. apples to apples or, you know. No, we are not advertising Cards Against Humanity. In fact, when we've played in a group of friends, we have one friend who is a contributor who may or may not want me to share that this is her, but she did a culling of the deck. <laughs> she was like, I kind of want to play this game, but I don't want to be scared scandalized so she took it upon herself to go through and like at least a third were taken away (laughs) and then when one got in we're like this how did this make it did you how did this pass you (laughs) yeah wow because there's still some salty (laughs) ones in there but um so but this is the catholic version right of cards against humanity it is it is so it's far less salty and it is fun there are expansion packs based on what your catholic sensibilities are like there's a millennial pack and a um that's awesome. <laughs> and there's a pack for like different podcasts. There's like a really? Father Mike Schmitz, I think. <sighs> and there might be a, a Catching Foxes podcast expansion pack. Anyway, there's there's expansion packs as well. I don't know if it's a sign of how Catholic you really are, but it's how entrenched you are in Catholic pop culture for <laughs> sure. But we just have the regular one. We don't have any of the expansion packs. We just have the regular one. And we play it on occasion, especially if we have like a new Catholic in town, you know, <laughs> or, or coming to visit. We'll, we'll play. But one night it was super funny. We were playing with um, a priest friend and my parents were over too. And, um, and we had, of course, our family. Um, I don't remember if we had two or three of our older children playing, but we were all sitting around the table playing this game. And while it isn't a salty game, there are some things like that might refer to like, I don't 
like natural family planning or, you know, um, becoming one flesh <laughs> or like, I want to be real, I want to be delicate in how I'm describing it. But, um, b- one of our kids got those cards and played it. Oh my gosh. And that's... it was hilarious. <laughs> Like super hilarious. So it, you know, I think it de- it's one of those games that depends on the people you're with yeah. too. You know. Yeah. Anyway, Catholic card game, super duper funny. I think the point is that you don't always have to be a hundred percent pious to be a good Catholic. Oh yeah. There's yeah. a lot of of fun out there, and that card game is really fun. Oh, totally. I love Speaking it. of becoming one flesh and natural family planning, have you heard of the <laughs> Choose Life? <laughs> The, um, so what those the, the what I'm thinking of are those rosary beads that are are yeah. gummy. Yeah, they're the, like for ba- so that's how the company started. It started. It actually has a very beautiful backstory to the Choose Life company. Um, I heard the the founder kind of give her witness testimony, um, and, and it's beautiful. But yeah, they started with these like kind of chunky, rubbery um, rosary beads that you can give your baby, and they can chew on them kind of like teethers or whatever. But now they make gorgeous um rosary wrap bracelets and uh, kind of stretchy bracelets with a rosary on it and they have this really cool idea where they have like this little um clip so like i don't know if you're like me but if you're trying to say a rosary a day oftentimes you kind of start it in the morning and you might get a decade and a half in and then the telephone rings Mm -hmm. or something happens and you have to like stop well how do you keep your place you know i guess you could make a phone note (laughs) or something (laughs) but but if you're wearing the rosary bracelet from shoes life they have a little detachable kind of um uh charm of a cross or they may have other medals on it. Mine has a cross and you move it to the spot on your, on your rosary bracelet where you left off. Love that. Genius. Yeah. Why did I so think smart? That? So smart. Um, and they have lots of, they have other little bracelets. In fact, I just gave my sister one of their bracelets for her birthday. Um, just little plain kind of cute bracelets, like kind of funky. Um, anyway, I love all of their stuff, um, at Choose Life. They have, it's a great company, number one. And number two, all of their stuff is really cool. So that was one of Christy Bentley's, um, recommendations. Mm -hmm. And she also had kind of a slew. She had a, she did. um, So the next one that she had in her little comment section was when beauty met truth. Now, they have an Etsy shop. Do they have something else yes. that I'm missing, or is it just Etsy? I don't know if there's a. I don't know if there's a storefront, um, but the, she definitely has an Etsy shop. And she has beautiful, um, like prints, I guess, is what they are. So Our Lady mm-hmm. of Guadalupe mm-hmm. and um, you know the Divine Mercy Heart, the Immaculate Heart of Mary, but then also just like quotes, you know, scripture yeah. quotes with a, a really beautiful image. And she must be an artist because this is all kind of hand lettering and hand, you can tell it's hand done, but done very, very well. Um, She's a young artist here in Nashville, actually. And um, I have often wanted to kind of like touch, like not be a weird stalker. I'd be like, <laughs> hey, I like all your stuff. <laughs> she has really, really pretty um, buttons too, like pins that you can put, mm-hmm. you know, like on a jean jacket or on the back of a backpack yeah. or um, postcards. So look her up. She's got some great stuff. Just Google or go to Etsy when beauty met truth. Yeah. She's got like something. I also, I also,
also really love uh, Christy Bentley's recommendation for Godchildren gifts. I will say when we when we asked all of our contributors, we kind of gave them a little bit a little parameters because sometimes you know if you just say tell me a good gift, you're like, well, I'm paralyzed by the multitude of choices. So narrow it down. And we were like, well, how about you know Godchildren gifts mm-hmm. was one of the the themes that we gave them, and I loved her Godchildren. I mean, yeah, I have again, I have a dozen Godchildren, and it's several of them are way old, so I'd have to like start late in their lives to do this. <laughs> but I love the idea um, of she gives one piece of the, is it the Fontanini? Is that how you pronounce it? Nativity set. You know, it's the beautiful porcelain nativity set that if you go to a Catholic bookstore, this is the set that they have set out for everybody. Um, but all of their godchildren get one piece of that nativity set a year. And so that by the time they're grown, they'll have a complete set. That's a great idea. Um, Yes, please. Because yeah. I struggle so with smart. that. I mean, I've, I've wanted and I've thought about that. My mom was a collector, so she would find like something mm-hmm. to give us and we would get it every year, like a charm for a charm bracelet. or a, So I've had the same thought like, should I start my, you know, goddaughter a charm bracelet or should I start yeah. her, you know, something that you can kind of build and on. add a pearl. Yeah, and add a pearl. Those were <laughs> huge in the 80s. Yeah, yeah. Um, My mom said she just found mine. Like she was oh. in one of their one of their jewelry cases and I was like, I want that. Yeah, that was money and we had the add a bead too. So we had gold beads and pearls. <laughs> did, did you have gold beads, like a string of I gold did. beads? I I still have that one. I actually put a crucifix on my gold bead um, necklace. Yeah, you did. That sounds. I did. That sounds lovely. I, I need to find. I don't know where mine are, but I did have them too. Um. So as anything, yeah, like that that you can add to. So that's a beautiful, beautiful idea. Yeah, thank you for that. And I also, okay, I really liked this one too. And this one was by Kaylee Byrne. Again, she's one of our younger contributors. And she was talking about giving to her parents and that they've kind of reached the point in their life where they don't need or want a lot for Christmas. And so um, she, and I presume her siblings, take ornaments off of an angel tree and give her parents the card and tell them what gift was donated and to whom it went. Um, Great idea. I mean, isn't that sweet? Great idea. Yeah. Great, great yeah. idea. My mother-in-law last year came for Thanksgiving to our house, and she is not Catholic, And um, but she fell in love with the Carmelite priest from Denver who came to join us for Thanksgiving. And she told us, she came to us and she said, you know, I don't, we don't need anything. We don't want anything. I've been trying to declutter for years. Would you just give a gift to the Carmelites from me? <gasps> oh, and I so I, you know, was able to let them know that this was really a gift from from. Pat from oh, Pat. John's mom, and she and she Sweetest. wanted them to spend it on themselves. That you know, she was like, "Now tell them not to give it to the poor." <laughs> she really <laughs> wanted them to. You know, I don't think they can. I think they have to have to give it to the like, poor. I don't know that they. I don't know that they can accept personal gifts, especially in terms of money. I think that, I mean, they have to kind of at least submit it to their superior, and then their superior says what they can do with it, I think. Well, I'm sure they did whatever they were supposed to, but she, yeah. you know, she really wanted them to treat themselves and maybe Aww. get to go do something. Um, well, and hopefully their superior let them, too. That would be nice. Their superior's in, like, Tanzania, so hopefully you're right. Hopefully. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Can you take, well, you know, it takes too long to... 
ship it. You hear stories about Mother Teresa and that they would, like, people would obviously want to give her sisters gifts. Yeah. Um, you know, of all kinds. Like, I think I heard once, like, somebody wanted to give them all new mattresses or something, and Mother Teresa declined the gift. Oh. Um, so th- that's a thing. I know. That's a thing. Yeah. But anyways, she, she, that was something that was special to her to be able to give to, you know, to, to people who yeah. are giving their life for others. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Um, I like that we beautiful. also asked a couple, we, we, after we got so many wonderful, wonderful Christian and Catholic gift ideas, Fran, I think threw it out and said, well, what are just some fun ideas? What, what else would yeah. you just give? And so we were getting things like a milk frother. <laughs> yes. Those are things that are such luxury items. Yeah. But what a awesome. gift. Now, yeah. this one that um, Kristen Hamill and Angela Green were kind of going back and forth about <laughs> from Amazon. They is, were having a side chat. It's a very <laughs> fancy one. Um, it's on Amazon, I think, for, you know, $139. But I got a milk frother from Amazon for like nine ninety nine. It, really? it, Does it work? It's, uh, fabulous. It's a handheld Ooh, and you just kind of yeah. froth it. And my little one loves to make me coffee and use the frother and she'll froth it up real good. And, uh, and you can travel with it, you know, if you want to. I love that. Yeah, if, if milk froth is your thing. Yep. You can, you can well, another it. one that um, Christy Bentley recommended that is not in the in the realm of like Catholic click gifts, but still a click is um, a company called Link Soul L I N K S O U L dot com, mm-hmm. and um, this was one that she recommended for the golf lover in your life. But actually, I looked at it and they have a lot of cool things just for guys in general. Um, you know, shoes, pants, accessories, things like that. But um, Link Soul was one that she recommended um, for that. I'm trying to see if there's any more that are just kind of like general item ones. I think I think we may have covered them all, Tracy. Well, you know, um, my sister wrote a blog, and this is something that I always have on hand. You, We had talked about hostess gifts. Yes. My sister yes. always um, – she, she wrote a blog about it very early on, Smells Like Catholic, and especially during the holidays, I always have – a stack of Bed Bath & Beyond winter candles on hand. But they're not called – what are they called this year? What is the smell that we love called this year? Because it changes. I think it's still winter. It's just winter? hmm I thought it was midnight. I don't, I don't believe so. No? Okay, never mind. <laughs> it right, smells right. like I'm midnight mass. Everybody. Somebody did tell me that oh, they didn't have them. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't think they had them, like, right, you know, in October when all the winter candles came mm-hmm. out. But they do have them now. And okay. um, because my mother-in-law got me one because she knows I love it so much. But I always have those on hand because they are great little hostess gifts. You know, we're all guilty of people dropping by with a platter yes. of cookies or a poinsettia or something. And you're like, oh, just one second. I have, I have, you beat me to it. I'm, I need, you know, I was, I was coming this afternoon to see you and I run to my uh, laundry room and I grab one of those candles yeah. that, you know, maybe I have pre, pre-wrapped a few of them yeah. with a little red bow on. Um, they're, they're crowd pleasers. They smell amazing. They smell very Christmassy, very Christiany, very Catholic um, smell. And then my other go-to is the Subiaco Abbey peanut brittle. Now, yes. if you don't order, so we order that and kind of send it out to, you know, some aunts and uncles and stuff like that. But then I'll usually get like, I don't know, some years I'll get 2010. Some years I'll only do mm-hmm. five or six, just depending on um, how many people I'm planning on bumping yeah. into. But um, I'll always have those on hand too. Those are 
crowd pleasers. Everyone loves them. And it's probably the best brittle you will ever eat. It's it's yeah. not chewy. It's not too hard on no, your teeth, too. it's good. Yeah. Everyone loves it. Um, and in fact, I get my hair done um, here in, you know, Scottsdale, and, and I gave a 10 to the, the lady who does my hair last year. And this year, I went like right after Thanksgiving or right before Thanksgiving maybe to get my hair done. And I was like, am I going to see you before Christmas? Because, I mean, I was not really prepped for Christmas before Thanksgiving this year. And I don't even have my Christmas cards in yet. And she said, um, I don't know. You know, we were talking. She said, I mean, are, are you doing those, the, the toffee again? The the peanut brittle? And I was like, <laughs> oh, well, they're not in yet. I need to bring you a tin. Because <laughs> they are. Everyone likes them. And, and um, once you once you taste them, you kind of look forward to that. <laughs> I know it. Yeah, you do. Um, are, so does ever, is this a Southern thing that you have a just-in-case closet or, or shelf or something where you keep those gifts just in case someone comes to your house with a gift? Or like at the last minute, if you need a gift for like a housewarming present or, you know, a hostess gift. Like we, I mean, like that's something that we always, or I always have in my house is just like a little stash. I mean, I know no different. So maybe it's a Southern thing or maybe it's just a thing, but it's, yeah. it's all I know. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I definitely, I, candles are usually there. There was one year where, um, I, I happened upon a <laughs> very wonderful special on, um, on electric wine openers. Oh, I bought them out. Like I bought 25 of them <laughs> because it was a really good special. <laughs> were they free? <laughs> no, they, no, but they were very, I mean, like I love my electric wine yeah. opener, number one. And you know, it's just a good little gift to give like with a bottle of wine that makes it just a little more, more special. And so like I kept the, this like stash of 25 electric bottle wine openers um, at the top of my closet. And um, I loved having that. I loved having, I love having just like something that's different and fun that, you know, it has a wide application for again, hostess gifts, just in case someone stops by with a little something that you can have a little exchange. You know, I love that. And I will say Sam's Club and um, even Costco have nice, like, sets of candles, too, that you can, like, buy a whole set yeah. and then, and then you know, be able to kind of break up the set and give to people. Um, do you have – But we do. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. No. What's the question? I really want to know. Well, do you have little tags that you put on? Because that is yes. – that's a – Oh, yeah. I don't know if that's a Southern thing or what, but – you know, pro tip, get some cute little tags made up, yes. you know, cheers or Merry Christmas or whatever, mm -hmm. you know, love the Eddies or love John and Tracy. Um, cause that makes it look like you really put thought into it and you can get like a dozen of them. And there's a yeah, lot totally. of, I'm sure on Etsy, I have a friend in Arkansas, Emily Bowmanstein, who she has the cutest little company. And, um, I think it's Miss M Prince. Um, mm -hmm. cause her name's Emily and she always has cute Christmas little stickers or whatever, you know, love Vika. So she's, Vika has like birthday ones that we put on her birthday gifts and we have, um, you know, ones from John and I that we put on gifts to other people, but that's always something a good, I think to have on hand that you can wrap up and it looks like you've got your mm -hmm. stuff together. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Yeah. Sorry. No, I was just going to say, so my, my lap, should we just make this our last little Totally. Bits? Let's, do, Let's it. do it. My last little bit is what we consistently give for teacher gifts for the past several years. Well, I guess since we lived here, actually. Um, so when um, before we moved to Nashville, Matt, Matt's family is from the Nashville area. 
And so like the entire time I've ever known them at holiday time, one of his aunts would come bearing like gobs of the most wonderful sourdough bread you've Mm. ever had in your life. And what, where it came from was this little kind of family owned bakery. And I say little, it's actually a giant manufacturing plant now (laughs) because they are the original bakers for the Cracker Barrel sourdough bread. What? And it's called Bay's, I believe. And you can just go into like their little storefront connected to their bakery. And, you know, a lot of places will like sell the recipe of whatever they've done, you know, for millions of dollars to like these corporations that, you know, then make it their own. They are smart people. They didn't sell the recipe to Cracker Barrel. They kept the recipe as a secret in their family and now have this giant bread business where they sell like the rolls and the, and they have, um, you know, plain sourdough wheat sourdough the the loaves are gorgeous and they smell like when i get 50 loaves of bread in my car (laughs) it smells like a dream and so i was introduced to this bread and it freezes beautifully too so I was introduced to this bread um, very early on in my marriage by Matt's aunt. But when we moved her, I was like, I have access yeah, to, the, you do. to the source. And so I go right before Christmas and seriously buy like 50 loaves of bread and give them with jam jars to neighbors and teachers and anybody. Genius. Like I always have like tons of jam jars and these loaves of bread. And they're just like a little happy. What? They're just a happy Christmas present. And who doesn't like bread and jam, totally. I guess, unless you're gluten-free? <laughs> <laughs> well, especially because in the holiday season, there is so – I feel like there's a lot of sweets sitting around and a lot of – Yeah. And it, that does kind of get old after a while, I will say that. Yeah. So uh, a fresh loaf of bread and, and jelly is just kind of fresh, and it's – kind of feels clean and not um so heavy so that's a great idea my last little bit is I think this year my um go-to teacher happy is going to be the Abellator and not to plug ourselves again but it's definitely going to be I'm going to package up the Bellator um orange chrismant lotion bars and the chapstick in a little kind of cute little happy with a bow on it and that's going to be my go-to for when I have dropped dropper buys. I'm still getting the, the brittle and I still have candles in my closet, but, um, I think these are going to be real sweet this year. Yeah. I'm going to do that too. Uh, okay. <laughs> that and bread. <laughs> exactly. Bread too. <laughs> well, this has been so fun. It makes me want to go yeah. shop and, uh, look at I love talking about shopping. websites and, um, my, my, my children and godchildren and sister's children and, and all the children in my life are going to be blessed by this. And, um, again, I hope my sister, Somehow doesn't listen does to this not podcast. listen to this podcast for like two <laughs> weeks or three weeks. So. <laughs> Happy, Happy Advent, Advent, everybody! Happy New Year! <laughs> Thanks for joining us today on Bellator Colloquium. Please look for Bellator Society on everything social: Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And if you like what we're doing here on this podcast, we would love for you to share that with us. Rate us on iTunes to help us get the word out and share, share, share. We cannot wait to chat next time right here on Bellator Colloquium, the conversation for online warriors for the true, good, and beautiful.